Saul Canelo Alvarez versus Sergey the Russia Kovalev fight prediction. Dun dun dun! Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys: you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, basically anywhere you can find a podcast. I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash fightjunkie2006. Canelo, 52 wins, one loss, two draws. Of those 52 wins, 35 are inside the distance. His one loss via decision. The Crusher, 34 wins, three losses, one draw. Of those 34 wins, 29 are inside. He's been stopped two out of three times. Currently, you have Alvarez minus 405 favorite. Kovalev comes back at plus 360. Those are straight lines. We'll go, won't go, 12 full rounds. We'll go minus 165. Won't go, plus 145. Fighters are draw 25 to 1. Alvarez wins inside, plus 220. Kovalev wins inside, plus 610. Alvarez wins by decision, minus 125. Kovalev wins by decision, plus 820. Obviously, this is a significant fight. We have Canelo moving up again, 175 pounds, trying to snatch a title from Kovalev, who uh, just coming off a nice win over the youngster, Anthony Yard. To me, that was an impressive performance from Kovalev because he had to show some grit there. He had to overcome. Now, I will say this, going into that fight, I like Kovalev, but mainly because Anthony Yard, to me, was unproven. He had a lot of hype behind him. A lot of people liked him. A lot of people thought he had good things in his future. But I wanted to see if he could really perform. And even though he lost, he got stopped, I think he did perform. I think, you know, we saw some of the flaws. We saw some things he needs to work on. But overall, you can see potential there. But Kovalev, I believe, was in the eighth round. Struggled, man. He was really hurt. And Buddy McGurk, after that round, was like, dude, you're taking too many punches. And that's the thing. Like, he's improved with Buddy. But Buddy will stop the fight. Everybody knows the history of Buddy. Everybody knows that if his fighter is taking too much, he will pull the plug. And that's important, especially in this fight, because Kovalev was severely hurt in that fight. He did overcome, but there's a lot of technical flaws that Kovalev does that, in my opinion, is going to open him up in this fight to be in very, very dangerous fights. Now, the the first thing that everybody is going to point out is that he's been stopped, Kovalev, two out of three times. We're talking about Alvarez, we're talking about Ward, and then you have a situation with Anthony Yard where basically Buddy was like a round away from pulling the plug. Had Kovalev come out and really gotten his ass whooped, you know, knocked around, pillar to post, but he probably would have stopped the fight there. So that was important if you're looking at Kovalev and obviously the big money fight with Alvarez, he had to overcome. And I think that you saw that in him. He knew that the Canelo fight was signed, sealed, and delivered. He just had to win. And that's what pushed him over the top. Because a lot of times you've seen him fold in situations where he's under pressure, he's uncomfortable. And I don't want to say he gives up. I don't want to say he quits. But he crumbles under that pressure. We've seen that in the two out of his three losses. And then you saw that in a spot for a split second against Yard where it looked like it was going to happen again and he overcame. So that's important because obviously Canelo is going to be look, be looking to push the pace here. He's going to be looking to pressure Kovalev. We've seen that Kovalev can fold under pressure before. We've seen that he's not the best fighter when it comes to fighting in a phone booth. 
he actually needs distance. He needs that certain bit of timing, especially now with Buddy. He likes to use the jab. He likes to stay on the outside and use the jab more often than not and then throw the occasional right hands because he does have power. But Buddy realizes that there's stamina issues with Kovalev, not to mention durability issues. So to overcome that at his age and stage of the career, what he's done is he's used a tremendous jab that he always had, used some of that amateur pedigree, and has Kovalev by Boxing a little bit more, conserving that stamina, using the jab to control the pace and win rounds, and then set up the right hand to keep his opponents honest. He did this against Yard. Yard early was effective in spots. He was pressing. Again, he hurt Kovalev. He had situations in that fight where it looked like he might take over. And Kovalev went back to the stick. He used that stick offensively and defensively. When he was under pressure, when he was hurt, when he's in trouble, when he's uncomfortable, he went to the stick. The stick made Yard have to be defensively responsible because if he throws the stick in the right hand behind it and he hits you flush, Kovalev has power. So you can't just walk him down and be defensively irresponsible. He knows it. His opponents know it. Buddy knows it. And so he uses that jab defensively in that situation when he was hurt it was the jab he was moving and jabbing and jabbing and hitting yard as yard rushed forward trying to finish him it made yard have to take a step have to take a punch have to think about something instead of just throwing crazy wild punches offensively he uses it to control the distance and win the rounds he uses it to maneuver his opponent into a potential fight ending right hand this is the way that Kovalev is fighting now it's not so much the crusher of old where he comes forward just wings crazy punches tries to get his guy out of there and if he can't he's in trouble with stamina now as far as stamina goes it's an issue because even in the yard fight you saw that he got tired there and even when he's not tired, technically, he has flaws where he keeps his hands very low. He throws a very, very good jab, but he brings it back very, very low. And nine times out of ten, his hand position after he throws punches, they just come back super duper low. He does not keep them back in proper defensive position to defend punches. So this opens up a potential can of worms for him, especially against a guy like Canelo. Why? Because Canelo, I believe, is the faster fighter. I believe he's the more technically sound fighter. And I believe he is a far better defensive fighter. Now, you would say, what does defense have to do with offense? Because I believe in this fight, if it plays out how I think it's going to, with Canelo pressing the fight a la like Anthony Yard did, then Canelo is going to be relying on a lot of head movement to slip the jab in the right hand. The, the issue for Kovalev here is when he doesn't bring his hands back in proper punching position defensively after he throws a jab with the right hand, Canelo's head movement will allow him to slip and counter. And that is a very, very dangerous for Sergey Kovalev because Yard had success hitting him. Alvarez had success hitting him. Ward had success hitting him. You can hit Sergey Kovalev. Now... The thing that we have to point out, the elephant in the room, size matters. Yes, guys, I'm sorry to disappoint. No matter what the ladies have told you under the covers, size matters. In fact, now is a perfect time to introduce our newest sponsor, Golden Shower Penis Pumps. Pump, pump, pump your way to newfound confidence. Go to 
IHaveASmallPenis.com. That's IHaveASmallPenis.com. One more time. IHaveASmallPenis.com. Um, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not I have a small... Never mind. Never mind. Anyway, size matters. So when you look at this fight, Canelo is the much smaller man. We've got somewhere around 5'8 versus 6 foot. But the reach isn't that significant. 70-ish to 72-ish. Now, what did Canelo prepare for this fight? Who did he just fight? Danny Jacobs. Now, you could say, well, Jacobs isn't Kovalev. He doesn't punch like Kovalev. He boxes more than Kovalev. Yes, 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 I agree. But Jacobs is also on the bigger side. He's roughly 5'11". He has a similar reach as Kovalev, which is 73. Actually, if you look at the measurements, he has a longer reach. And I believe he's an actually better boxer than Kovalev. He's got faster hands, better footwork, and he's more defensively sound as far as where his hands are in proper position offensively and defensively. And if you look at that uh, Canelo-Jacobs fight, I believe stylistically, this is what you could have in the Kovalev fight, where Kovalev fights similar to Jacobs. He's using the stick, he's going to use some footwork, and he's going to try to land the right hand. That's basically what Jacobs did. Canelo pressed the fight against Jacobs. I expect him to do that against Kovalev. He used tremendous defense on the outside, and he did tremendous body work. Body work, body work. A key to this fight. You've probably heard other people say it, especially after the Ward fight where Kovalev showed he has a real inability to absorb body shots. I saw that in the yard fight as well. There were shots there to the body. He visibly reacts to body shots. And you're talking about one of the better body punchers in the sport right now is Canelo Alvarez. I believe if you go back and you watch the Danny Jacobs fight, that's going to give you the game plans of these two fighters. Canelo is an excellent boxer offensively defensively he's got tremendous footwork I think he's underrated in that regard but I think it would be more difficult for him to win that type of fight against Kovalev even though I don't think he would get dominated in an outside match because of the physical advantages of Kovalev I think it's probably to his benefit that he presses the pace especially when you look at some of the flaws of Kovalev which is the body shots, and he also fades. He fades even when he's using the stick, even when he's got this more conservative style of boxing, he still fades in fights. So Canelo should be able to fight a Danny Jacobs type of fight where he presses the pace, he's going to use that head movement, that good defense, and he's going to try to catch Kovalev off of those misses or off of those blocks. He's going to try to catch and pitch right back on Kovalev. And if he's not able to do significant damage to the head, then we hit the body round after round after round. And when the fatigue naturally sets in and you add in the body shots, the head shots are going to open up. And in all honesty, I believe Canelo could drop him and probably stop him to the body without head shots in all honesty. Now, like I said, Canelo isn't the biggest guy, but he's got advantages here. 
just in the speed department alone, I think he's one of the faster guys that Kovalev would have fought probably outside of Ward because a lot of these guys are more muscle-bound. You saw that with Yard. He wasn't the quickest of guys, but he's a real big, strong guy that kind of bullied Kovalev around and, you know, some of the rounds and kind of pushed him and mauled him and that type of thing, and it took its toll, and Kovalev had some trouble. Where you had Alvarez, who's a bigger guy, but boxed him and kind of ran Kovalev into stuff, fatigue hit and Kovalev crumbles and then you had the two fights with Ward where I believe the first fight Kovalev won but still Ward it was nipping you know back and forth and then you had the second fight where Ward dominated him not only with the body shots but he was hurting him upstairs with right hands why am I bringing this up well I don't consider Ward a big puncher I don't consider consider Alvarez a big puncher. So when you look at Canelo, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that the smaller guy still may able to be able to hurt Kovalev, especially if he's able to land to the body. And I think eventually the headshots will open up simply because Kovalev gets tired and he's not defensively sound. You're going to see that if you go back and look at any of his fights. If you research him at all, he just simply does not bring his hands back in proper positions and And then when you're talking about what I consider should be a speed advantage for Canelo in the fight against Kovalev, then that would open up even more offensive uh, opportunities for Canelo as Kovalev's slower punches are probably evaded or blocked. And then Canelo comes back with the faster hands. Kovalev isn't in proper defensive position. That is a recipe for disaster if you're looking at Sergey Kovalev. Now, As far as the lines go, the books actually opened Alvarez as a bigger favorite than what you see now, right around 500. Immediately, the money started coming in at Kovalev. And then now you're starting to see a little bit more money come back on Alvarez. But I believe the reason the money was coming in on Kovalev is because when you see these two next to each other, there is a significant size difference. Not to mention that Kovalev is a puncher. And in fact, if you look at these two matchups, you would probably say Sergey is the bigger one-punch guy, meaning you land one punch and the guy goes to sleep. Canelo wasn't even able to stop, drop, Danny Jacobs so for anyone to think oh he's just gonna walk through Kovalev right but Styles make fights and again Danny Jacobs is a top tier guy and he's faster and he's got better footwork and he's more defensively sound than Kovalev so I think that's a little bit of a misnomer to say well if he couldn't stop Danny Jacobs he's not gonna be able to stop Kovalev because one Kovalev it doesn't have that footwork he's gonna be in front of Alvarez more than Danny Jacobs was Two, his hand speed is nowhere near as fast as Jacobs. And three, he's not as defensively sound. He gets hit more. So if he's standing right in front of Canelo, then it's going to give opportunities for Canelo to land. And not to mention the body punches. He just does not take those well. You throw in the cardio issues. And I really do believe there's an opportunity for the smaller Canelo Alvarez to win this fight inside. When you're looking at the inside distance, for uh, Canelo wins inside, it's currently plus 220. Now, it didn't open at that. It's still open at significant money at plus 175, but the public hit it, and they hit it pretty quick and pretty hard, and it dropped to right around 145. And then suddenly over the last few days, it's just been creeping up higher and higher and higher. 
And I believe that has a lot to do with people looking at those things I just I just described and saying Kovalev might just be too big. He might be too big for Canelo to seriously do a lot of damage that would stop him. And so you're seeing this line move up a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and now you're getting 220. So if you believe that there's a chance for Alvarez to win this fight inside, keep a close eye on that. Alvarez wins inside because as of now it's creeping up and it's creeping up but I have a feeling that as we come fight night that you may see some significant money come in on Alvarez wins inside and that line may drop so if you have a number in your head like I want it at two and you see it drop to two bet it don't get greedy don't wait it's the same thing if you see a number that you like I want to bet it at 230 235 240 whatever it hits that number Bet it. You can always throw a little more on it later if it continues to go up or you see a, a, a number that you like later on. So as far as Kovalev, how would he win? Well, he's going to box. But he has him being a boxer. I think Buddy knows that even though he's the bigger guy, if he goes out in a phone booth fight with uh, Saul, he's going to miss a lot of punches. The cardio is going to rear its ugly head, and he's going to be a sitting duck to be knocked out. I think Buddy's going to have him boxing behind the jab, using the right hand, just like you saw in the yard fight, just like you saw in the second Alvarez fight. He's going to box Canelo. He's going to try to control the distance, control the pace, use the jab, and try to land the right hand and hurt the smaller man. That's going to be the game plan. That's why I said I think Canelo has to push the pace. I don't think it's as dangerous as people think it is to press against Kovalev because he doesn't generally deal with pressure very well. It's not like he just rips it up and tears you to pieces if you press him. In fact, like I said, nine times out of ten, the cardio will really rear its ugly head he will start fatiguing you've got the hands down a lot of times his balance is off so you can get to Kovalev he's not a defensive specialist and I think even though Alvarez is a smaller guy here there's significant height and reach differences here I think Canelo will have success if he goes forward but as far as Kovalev's game plan and how I think he would win the fight I think he's going to try to box I don't really see outside of a just haymaker bomb that starches Canelo, him being able to do significant, consistent damage on Canelo for a stoppage win simply because Canelo has been defensively sound, underrated for a very, very long time against, my opinion, much faster fighters than Kovalev. They may not be as hard as one-punch hitters, Kovalev, but speed can kill, and it's a punch you don't see. So I think from everything we've seen of the two fighters, Alvarez should have the speed advantage. He should have the defensively proper technique advantage, and he should be able to see these punches coming from Kovalev. That doesn't mean he's going to block every punch, and he's not going to get hit, and there's not you know, significant uh, risk there if Kovalev hits him. I'm just saying nine times out of 10, he should be in proper defensive position and he should see these punches coming. That's another thing from Kovalev. He's not necessarily a 27 punch combo guy. He'll use that stick more often than not and then launch a right hand or two. This is what he normally does. So I think Canelo should be able to get that timing down. He should be able to understand what the combinations are and when they're coming at him and how Kovalev is throwing them because a lot of times Kovalev doesn't switch it up. It'll be stick, stick. Stick, 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 right hand. 
you know, stick, 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 body shot, something like this that I think with Canelo's ring IQ, he'll be able to figure out and that will help him not only offensively, but defensively, because I truly believe in this fight, his offense could come from his defense. I think it's going to be two different ways here. I think he's going to be able to apply offense when he just goes Mexican style, big drama show and, you know, Julio Cesar uh, Chavez style gets right in there, right in that stomach and just pounds it to death. And then I think another way he's going to be able to do it is off of his defense. So when Kovalev throws, he makes a miss or he blocks and he counters immediately off of that. And I think those two areas are wide open for Kovalev. Canelo to have success, and I think he will have success there. For Kovalev, he's got a box. He just doesn't, in my opinion, have the stamina. He doesn't have the hand speed, and I don't think he's going to be able to hit Canelo consistently enough to go to war with him and say, I'm just going to bully the smaller guy and knock him out, because I think Canelo could be under pressure. He had situations where he's getting hit, but I think overall defensively and with his footwork and with his head movement, he would be able to survive those spots, and Kovalev would severely fade and then Canelo would just wipe him out if he fought that way. I don't think that's the way that Buddy's going to approach this fight. I think he's going to approach it behind the jab, you know, try to win based off the the distance and the timing and using the jab to control the rounds. Hopefully the judges are giving him rounds based off the, the accuracy of his jab. And then, of course, that right hand to keep Canelo honest. The right hand, you know, if I can land this and hurt him, then maybe I'll go put the foot, you know, put the foot on the gas. But I don't think the game plan is just to come out and try to wreck Canelo. And now Alvarez, minus 405, little steep, right? Especially because he's a smaller guy. He's moving up to 75. Kovalev is the established 175-pound fighter there. Alvarez is coming off a decision win over Jacobs, right? There's some unknowns there. Alvarez has had trouble with cardio in the past. I believe it was a lot to do with weight-drained cardio issues, but still. So how will he hold the weight at 175? You know, the size matters that we talked about. How will he, uh, you know, uh, react to fighting a bigger guy? And when Kovalev does land punches, because he will, you know, how will that take a toll over, you know, five, six, seven rounds on Alvarez? There's some questions there. Now, in my opinion, there's a value in the Alvarez wins inside simply because of the points that I have made throughout this podcast. I really believe there are situations throughout this fight that Alvarez should be able to capitalize on and capitalize on big. Now, it doesn't always play out that way, especially if you get Canelo in there at 175, 180, 185 come fight night, and he's sluggish, right? If he's not able to keep up the pressure like he did on Danny Jacobs, or he did it with Triple G in the second fight, if he's not able to, you know, work that head movement and have that speed that we all know that he has at some of the lower weights against Kovalev, and he's more stationary and upright, then yeah, that plays into Kovalev's hands because I believe he needs those things from Alvarez to have a shot at winning. He needs a more sluggish, uh, less combination punches, uh, not as aggressive, and where Kovalev controls the distance with his height and reach, and he's able to slow the tempo down. Because say what you will about Alvarez's uh, conditioning issues in some of his fights. You've seen him look really good, the Jacobs fight, the Triple G second fight. So you know if he puts in the time, the work, the effort, that he can go. And he's more of a combination puncher than Kovalev is as well. So if you're going punch for punch, I don't think that favors Kovalev over the course of 12 rounds. I think Kovalev probably fades 
more often than not than Alvarez. The issue here is we haven't seen Alvarez at this weight, right? So it is a problem if you're looking to bet 405, in my opinion. Not because I don't favor Canelo, not because I think he has more upside at this stage of the game than Kovalev. You've seen that and two out of his three losses, and you've seen that in his last win against Yard. There are spots there where Kovalev looks like he is done, like he looks like an old 36, 37-year-old man. And that's another thing. You're talking about youth. Even though Canelo has a ton of fights, he is fresher. He's a fresher fighter. It's just that physically and weight-wise, and and obviously one-punching power, Kovalev does bring some threats to the game. It's not like Canelo just whitewashes him. I think, personally, that Canelo should be favored. But you've got to look at this as risk versus reward. Do you want to get into that 450 minus 5 to 1 area on a guy who hasn't fought at 175, who's fighting a legitimate guy? Regardless if you think Kovalev's on the slide, he's a legitimate guy. He's been around. Everybody knows what he's about. Even all his flaws included, we know what he's about. Who's the bigger, stronger, more proven guy at 175 pounds? That's the thing. In my opinion, it's a little bit dangerous when you're looking at that because it's not like Kovalev is a pug. He's going to be there. There's going to be dangers. I do favor uh, Canelo to win this fight. I do favor him to actually stop Kovalev, which goes against everything that we've been talking about. Even the books don't think it's going to happen. The public has been wish-washy on that. Some think it's going to happen. Lately, they don't think it's going to happen. But I think when you're looking at the odds, I'm willing to take a little bit of a risk there for those 220, 230, 240, whatever the odds end up at on Canelo to break Kovalev down because I think the opportunities are going to be there. And I only can go off what we've seen in the past. And I've seen not only the flaws of Kovalev, but I think he's on the slide. I think he's got a few more fights left in him. I think he overcame the yard fight because this was a huge payday. Mentally, he had to overcome that hurdle. But you saw he was in danger there against an inexperienced guy. I mean, listen, Yard did well, and he proved a lot of the people that were behind him and supported him that they were right, that he does have skills. But in all honesty, on paper, when you compared that fight, like it was a mismatch on paper. You couldn't point to a lot of experience from Yard, right? Kovalev's a proven guy. He's been around the block. And even on paper, like Yard made a lot of technical mistakes, but he gave Kovalev a run for his money. In my opinion, Alvarez is a much better fighter than Yard, a much more proven fighter than Yard. It's just that he's smaller. But I think the flaws of Kovalev are still there. And I think if Yard was able to take advantage of him, Alvarez was able to take advantage of him, and Ward was able to take advantage of him, I think a top-tier pound-for-pound guy like Alvarez is going to be able to take advantage of him. I think it's an excellent fight because of the physical advantages that Kovalev brings and Canelo not being at 175. I think if anybody said this fight was at 54 or 60 or even 68, you would get a much worse line on Canelo. I don't think you would see a lot of people backing Kovalev simply because probably most of us will say Canelo is the better fighter. And especially at this stage of the game, he is the far better fighter with more upside. He's in the prime of his career where Kovalev isn't. But because of the weight and the physical advantage that Kovalev will have going into this fight, it makes it more intriguing to me to see how Canelo is going to look against a much bigger guy 
in a fight where obviously he's going to have to be on his A game. He can't take punches from Kovalev, especially that right hand upside your head over and over. Being the smaller guy like that, Kovalev has proven he can rock guys at 175 pounders, so Canelo has to be defensively sound. The reason I'm not so worried about that is because 9 times out of 10, Canelo is defensively sound. 10 times out of 10, Canelo is defensively sound. The dude has underrated defense to high heaven. The guy can fight. And I think that you're going to see this on Saturday night. I think he's going to take advantage of the defensive and offensive liabilities of Sergei Kovalev. And in my opinion, there's an opportunity for the smaller man to get the belt, to get the win by knockout. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.